Coke Alive, all of you. I'm Retronautic looking for new games that bring retro back from the dead. And this is Alter Between Two Worlds. Alter is an isometric puzzle game where you switch between worlds to alter the level in order to solve puzzles to find the exit. Now let's start the dissection off with the graphics. They're actually really well done. I mean, like, it gives off a uh, Monument Valley type of vibe with cyberpunk type of elements to it. Like, enemies are, like, black with hot pink, and, uh, you know, other ones are neon blue, stuff like that. It looks really cool, plus there's a lot of lasers and things like that. It looks like something almost out of the 80s. The only thing is, it's dropped onto a level of tiles and patterns, so it doesn't really work together that well, but it looks really good. Anyways, as well as your character, uh, she's she's looks pretty badass. She's got like a all the black clothing with this long white hair. You don't often see white hair for a, a protagonist, but uh, yeah, no, she looks really good. As well as uh, there's these headsets she puts on that sort of gives off that cyberpunk vibe. That's the reason why I said that in the first place. Uh, but that's what's funny. It's set against uh, the levels, which are just tiles. It's like I said, this Monument Valley type of look where it's just tons of tiles with little patterns here and there you know uh, in fact the backgrounds do most of the heavy lifting with the world building and the backgrounds look really good they're either just a oh, mist that's you know you can't really see anything but a gradient of color um, or they're actually like uh, an ocean but it's made with like all these different patterns or you have a, a, a forest with trees and all that stuff around, and it looks really nice in the background. So that sort of gives you what you're, an idea of where you're going and what you're doing. Um, but other than that, it's actually pretty uh, simplistic in its look. But they use that to their advantage. It's not a minimalist by any means. It's like uh, with the fog, in other words. You go into uh, ancient ruins and stuff like that. That looks actually really amazing. But uh, when it does this gradient of color and you don't see anything, you have a gradient of black to the t at the bottom to red at the top, and it makes it look like really ominous, you know, like you're inside of some evil place or something like that. And it looks really cool, though. I mean, as well as uh, with the uh, inside the uh, ruins, the tiles have a uh, lighter look in the light world, like uh, lit by fire, while the dark world looks like there's no uh, firelight but the moon, maybe, because it's a uh, darker blue. Uh, with the mist itself, like, I was in a level where I'm supposed to be in the sky, I think. It looks like, with the gradient of color, like I'm in the clouds. But then they actually ram that home by giving you, like, uh, spires in the background, you know? The tops of uh, buildings and things like that. So it's really, like, little, little things that they stuck in there to give you this feel of where you're at and what's going on. Now let's cut open the story. Uh... Yeah, there's not much to that. In the description, it actually says that it's a journey of uh, grief and happiness, um, or grief to happiness, I guess. And uh, the only thing is, it doesn't really come off that way. I mean, there's definitely a kind of narrative there. At least it feels like there's one, um, but I never really got what the story was. It doesn't come across very well. And uh, yeah, so you'll see something. You you get an idea of that you're doing something, but there's never really any uh, idea of what it is you're doing, like why you're here, what's the point of this? Even, uh, uh, you know, spoiler warning, if you consider this to be a spoiler, even the ending is not really anything to write home about. You just go through this door, you basically exit the place you went into. So <laughs> now that that's done, let's uh, move into the 
music and sound. Uh, actually, the music takes a back seat, it seems like. Uh, it's got an ambient type of music, uh, I guess ambient sounds as well, um, but the sounds are a lot more prominent in sounds like. Uh, they're very, uh, what's the word, atmospheric. In fact, uh, the ambient music uh, is sort of just this, you know, tones and things like that. I mean, it does vary a little bit, not much. Um, but yeah, it's mostly just sort of goes with the atmosphere that you're hearing in, in the levels themselves. Another great thing about that is that since it's so calming and relaxing type of thing, whenever you uh, end up getting shot by a laser or, or you know, die in some way, it, it's kind of abrupt. So the sound of that, you know, being vaporized, basically, sort of almost like a punishment for losing, you know, and I actually consider that a credit to the gameplay and actually makes it uh, feel like it's a little bit more, not dire, but, you know, like there's a consequence to messing up. There's also, uh, you know, melodic tones whenever you uh, collect something or open up a door. So there's, you know, that gives you that rush of uh, dopamine <laughs> uh, feeling like you just, you know, did a good job. So that's something as well. Now let's remove the gameplay as it's the meat of the dissection. You'll be moving along the tiles of the level. It's kind of a grid base. Um, there's no in between the tiles. You move from one tile to the next, whatever square that is. And uh, the only thing is, uh, on the tiles, there's certain points where you can actually uh, switch between a light and a dark world. You know, these this certain tile on different uh, parts of that level. And uh, so while you're, you know, uh, moving blocks around uh, over to switches to trigger uh, things to open, or enemies that are, you know, shooting lasers in light world might be uh, gone in the dark world, or moving enemies might be uh, stationary and able to be moved themselves in the uh, dark world while moving around in the light, you know? And uh, so it's pretty, gets pretty crazy with the puzzles, I'll admit. It's pretty difficult, you know? You have uh, shooting enemies that are stationary, you have enemies that'll run into you, you have enemies that'll follow you and try to shoot you. The most you can do is try to use your environment around you. For instance, in the light world, if there's a laser shooting and you have a mirror block, you can put that mirror block in front of the laser, and when you go to the dark world, whatever mirror block that's inside of that uh, part of the uh, level will actually uh, start shooting a laser as well. So now if you move that mirror block around in the dark world, it'll kill all the enemies that are there, and then you could go back to the light world, move the block again, so that way, you know, you're not getting killed by a laser. But yeah, so yeah, it's pretty interesting. Uh, it gets really difficult. You gotta keep a uh, balance you know, you're basically juggling, you know, all the different things you have to do from light world to dark world, not to mention with all the different blocks and things and enemies and all that stuff. Um, but it's really challenging and really fun. I'd say it's definitely something to try out, as well as, like I said, that narrative that's barely there. Um, that sort of goes into the gameplay, actually. It's more told through gameplay rather than uh, uh, explicitly shows what a story is. Now, looking at the retrosis, I'd say it... Uh, it has reminiscence of uh, a lot of those isometric old, old school games like Solstice and uh, Mad, uh, Mad Max, no, it's Rad Max, and things like that where you're uh, solving puzzles on a grid and, and have to use the different items to your advantage. And uh, as for the Retronomicon, there's no secrets going on in here, there's nothing special. I mean, like if you 100% it. Um, that's it. You know, you have some achievements, um, but they pop up automatically just through the gameplay itself. There's no real secret achievements or uh, special rewards for 
beating the game, and, and there's no real thing to complete in order to get 100% other than the game itself. But still, I mean, that's that's not a problem. It's still a good freaking game. I mean, it, it's worth playing just for as is. Now on to the autopsy results. As for reanimations, I'd say a, a one. You know, you just uh, come back to it every once in a while to replay it because it's fun. You know, maybe uh, once a year or something like that, once every few months. Um, but there's no real reason otherwise to replay it because, you know, there's no special second time around or or any other thing to it. Once you've figured out the puzzles, you know the puzzles. You need to give yourself some time in order to uh, forget the solution in order to play it again. As for recommendations, uh, I'd say anything like uh, Monument Valley, you know, uh, Monument Valley 2. Uh, there's also, I think, Evo Explorers is another one. Um, you know, you're using different mechanics um, with each kind of game like this, but it's all this isometric view with sort of a tile-based uh, levels, you know. And, uh, yeah, there's always some kind of puzzle to solve with them. There's actually uh, another one with a boy who's trying to find dragons and stuff like that. That one's really good as well. I just can't remember the name of it. <laughs> and uh, uh, Where Shadows Slumber, that's a really good one as well. You know, um, you know, just using whatever mechanic they give you towards this sort of isometric view is really fun to play. Now, even with the, uh, the levels that don't really fit the background... Uh, I'd give it four stars. I mean, not five. I would go for five, but that, like I said, that narrative. It says there's a story, but doesn't give a story. So you're sort of like, it's sort of, sort of like promising something that's not there. I don't know. I, maybe I'm wrong. I didn't see it, and uh, that's just my opinion on that. But uh, yeah, I'd say four stars. It's a solid game. Definitely worth trying. Uh, as for ranking, it would be, uh, I'd say I get it. It's about, I think, a dollar ninety-nine. That's not a bad price. I know not everybody can spend money on on these little mobile games, but I mean, two bucks, that's easy, you know? And worth it as well for all the content you get. Well, that was Alter Between Two Worlds. To get buried alive, like and subscribe and get notified to be revived next time. Bye, everybody.